0: Do you feel alone?
1: Even your mama doesn't love you. Do you think you're weird? A bowling ball shouldn't be able to fit in there. Do you have a secret? I bet it's big. True Me with Kevin and Farah. Driven by secrets, fueled by shame. So Kevin, how's your penis?
0: Oh my god, it's uh, got no complaints.
1: From your penis hasn't complained? I mean, because I know you haven't been with anybody, so don't be lying to our audiences. I would
0: like to think that I have been with sufficient people, okay? I may not be Nizar from a couple of episodes <laughs> ago, but I ha- I have a pretty healthy number of sli- sleeping partners. Oh,
1: you couldn't even say why God, has been sleeping so Sleeping partners, because no, I'm but- 100. <laughs> <laughs> no, but legit though, like your penis, like how's he doing?
0: It's okay. I got a really uh, horrible scare, I think a couple of months ago because Ooh. of a UTI. Do you know what that is?
1: Yes, I'm a woman. I know what that is. Is it more common for women to get it? I don't know. Every woman I know every few months is like, bitch, cranberry juice in one hand and like one hand on the bathroom door. No,
0: I want to know more about this kind of stuff like uh, sexually transmitted diseases. Now UTI is not one of them, Mm -hmm. but there are plenty of different kind of STDs. And I posted a photo on Instagram asking people to vote. And I asked them like, do you think Malaysian education system, do you think we're properly educated about STDs And 100% said no And 60% of the people Who participated in my polls Said that they do not Get tested regularly I think more than 70% of them scared It's because it's scary
1: See I'm not surprised By that at all Really
0: Don't you think it's just Misinformation Or just being Miseducated I don't
1: think it's a matter Of being miseducated I think it's a matter Of ignorance That is why my friend Today we're gonna Fix the problem of ignorance By calling this Beautiful young man Beautiful Oh look at that He responded yes. <laughs> He
2: just Blushing. was like Yes yeah. beautiful. beautiful That is moi, <laughs> <laughs> moi. He's
1: not a plastic surgeon It's all natural And we have Dr. Rajavelle
2: Hello
0: everybody How are
2: you all doing?
1: Ooh. Uh, Dr.
0: Rajavel, We're doing better Now that you open your mouth Now let's see if For the right <laughs> reason I suppose um, <laughs> so we can't make a lot of sex jokes here because we were talking about some pretty serious shit. So Dr. Uh, like I, I want to know more about STDs from a very personal standpoint because when I came to Kale when I was 18 or 19 years old, there was one night I got like a food allergy uh, allergic reaction from something and it was in on my on my thighs and i thought i was dying from aids cuz i had no idea what was <laughs> happening i was not informed in school now i'm not sure if a lot of people are misinformed about stds because i went to uh, a private chinese school but what is your take are on you this blaming
2: you blaming the education system for always, not having
0: proper always. i blame the education system for my my lack of money my Parking. lack of sex <laughs> When I go to Mid-Valley And I'm like Ah no fucking <laughs> education system All messed up uh.
2: That's my real voice by the way Thank you Coming to the topic today STD mm. or sexually transmitted disease Yeah. So as we all know Definitely you gotta have sex To get that Right mm. So there are many things It can be from your oral cavity It could be from your genital Anal So that's why And the whole thing Is just groupless STD So right now As we are moving on Initially I like the way he said That UTI is not an STD mm-hmm. It's definitely not an STD Oh thank right? you I was afraid that he was gonna I <laughs> am
0: definitely an idiot. Education no, no, system, no, no. <laughs> Education system.
2: Yeah. So um, I'm sure you know we have always heard about chlamydia, syphilis, gonorrhea, and uh, you know uh, trichomonas uh, vaginalis, and all these things. So uh, I, honestly, I have not heard of most of those things.
1: The last two, I struggle with that a bit. Yeah. All right. Not that I have it, but I just don't know what those things are. <laughs> so I struggle have with it. the
0: last two. <laughs> I struggle with that, which is fine. It's no laughing
2: matter. The it's doctor's actually in quite, the house. Yeah, doctor, come on. So we can just go. With discharges or sores, right? Ah, mm. oh, okay, cool. Let me ask me. What do you want to know about?
1: Okay, so like question number one: How do you get them? Like honestly, like what can I get doing what? You know, like some people like I remember this there's oral this, counts That's oral count, or let's say kissing. kissing. Like you know, the, um, what was it? The kissing disease. What was that called? Uh, MS? Not MS.
0: No. Uh,
1: meningitis.
0: No meningitis. There's, a, there's, is, there's an easier
2: way pain. to say that, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. Brains. Okay, so
1: basically, faci- yeah, like so, kissing is di- no, okay. getting kissing. So
2: there may, there's a lot of misconception that even sitting on a toilet seat can get you STD, <laughs> right? Right? But we spoke about that, so it's not yeah just mm. normal UTIs or rash. But uh, how do you get it? Obviously, unprotected sex. That is the main thing now in Malaysia. And uh, even though people, they know how they can get that thing, they never, you know, many of them are always not in the brink or not in the right side of mind to get protected mm-hmm. when you're supposed to. They just let it slip out. So that is the main idea. And yes, when we are talking even about oral mm-hmm. cavity, right? Uh, there's something called warts, genital warts can also happen in your oral cavity you can get condyloma acuminata something like that yeah so it happens. So it's not only... And there's no more like, oh, men will get more than women. No, mm. everybody is at risk. So, you know, there's always been a conception last time where, you know, the moment you say STDs, it, it's always the women first, mm. right? But then now we have already broken the conception. And I think that we are all equal. And mm. as rights are, so are the gender.
0: Is it more common for gay men though? Or lesbians, for example? Is there a specific group in the LGBT community that is more prone to getting STDs compared to the
2: others? Yeah. So the recent study Or the recent survey Over the past Nine years probably uh, They said that Men who sleep with men Are at higher risk of HIV So having said that So I think that would also Definitely put them Into the risk of having STD
1: But like how would you What would be the first symptoms Because I know that There are some STDs That don't show up There are no symptoms whatsoever Like HPV When a man has the HPV um, virus but It doesn't it show up But it lead to penis
0: cancer Yeah
1: but it doesn't show up Until it's in the woman And it's more often That the woman gets Cervical cancer right That's true So what are the symptoms Like so, how what can we look out for? For me,
2: like for us, right? We always oh, yes, know right. when it comes to... Okay, so we do this differential diagnosis and so on. So when a man comes to you and he says, oh, I'm having painful urination or dysuria, right? The first thing that you always need to think of is STD. Because oh. you know, UTI is more common in women than men because of the anatomical structure, but let's not get there. But obviously, symptoms are signs like urethral discharge and then you have dysuria, which means painful urination. Genital and uh, skin problems. You can even have testicular swelling and pain. Uh, for H- from HP. PV. Not no. just HPV. I mean, generally in an Okay. And then you can also have perianal symptoms, and uh-huh. then of course oropharyngeal symptoms as well. It's very simple. It's always either discharges or sores, right? Genetic Is rashes sores.
0: a part of that? Like are rashes? A part of
2: that? Uh, it depends on the type of rashes.
0: Like I'm asking from like a really ignorant point of view because I genuinely have no. I'm not making fun are of... are yeah. no, not judging you. I'm not judging you at <laughs> all. I genuinely have no idea. I'm like relating back to the story
1: that you had earlier.
0: Yeah. Like for example, when he's making these comments about okay, you could do this and get this, you could do that and You you could have these symptoms. And in my head, because I'm Chinese educated, I try to trace it back if I've ever heard of these terms before. And I have never. So that pisses me off a little bit, obviously, because I'm like, you know, where was this sort of information when I was younger? And obviously, we're going to pick your brain a little bit more, Dr. Rajavel. But for now, we're going to take a very, very short break.
1: Okay, so there is obviously an importance of getting tested, right? But the question is, what if we sort of don't get tested and we just have chlamydia and we just let it sit? What happens?
2: I think anybody with a discharge, a rash down there, I think you're just going to go haywire. And I don't think so you can sleep, right? But now the problem is many people are afraid to go and get tested. Or when they have it, they keep it to themselves until it really becomes a huge issue or maybe two, three weeks by then, you know. It's not just, see, what happens it's localized and then it becomes systemic, right? So from then, it gets into your bloodstream and then you, sometimes you can even get into sepsis. So by the time you come to us, it could be late, but, you know, it could have just started from a small rash or a lesion or just a discharge. So like even so when... So when it starts small, yeah. is it a lot easier to treat? Definitely. Okay. Because
1: I've heard that it affects, it could affect fertility. Like for women, there's is it PCOS? PCOS, yeah, yeah, that you could get as well, but it could also be life threatening, correct? So,
2: uh, PCOS is not the thing that we would be afraid of here mm. because that is more of hormonal imbalance and problem. Okay, but what happens is there's something called pelvic inflammatory disease, right? Yeah, PID. Yeah, yeah. So with PID. Uh, Basically, it's the inflammation of the pelvic region, right? With your female organs as well involved, right? Mm. The uterus and the tubes and fallopian tubes. So, what happens is that that can cause infertility. But Mm. even before that, you would start having symptoms like low abdominal pain, fever... Right, often, right, this kind of things would be missed mm. because what happens is for us to pick up these things. When you talk about lower abdominal pain, it could be anything, right? Many times you would just think, oh, urinary tract infection, and go off. But until you sit down and you really ask the patient, what's your sexual history? You know, you could be uh, promiscuous, but that's not the word that we want to use right now, yeah. right? Because when we're talking about multiple sexual partners, I think for some people, like <laughs> <laughs> our friend over here, it's an achievement, right? Yeah. But you know, I mean, these things are very important. Right, because is your sex protected or not? Yeah, and uh, because what happens is with PID, because it's internal, it can actually bring in a lot of fatal effects as well. See, right.
1: sorry, we just we just like deviated to um, a female STD, uh, STD STD. <laughs> yeah. But my question is, I'm actually quite curious about this in the lesbian community, for example, are there more are there STDs that they are, uh, you know, more prone uh, in in getting to in the Lesbian community
2: I think uh, from Research based as what I said It's more towards the men, men That no, doesn't no. mean that uh, The lesbian partner The couples Are not at risk But it's much lesser
0: oh. I've got a a, a comment online asking, "Is it something you know getting tested? Do I only have to do it if I have sex regularly? Ah. But what if I only have sex with one person all the time? What if we're monogamous? Do I still need to get te- do I still need to get tested?"
1: Well,
2: yeah, okay, that, that's actually a very good question. So you see. All these things box down to yourself, right? You've got to ask yourself what you want. So, if you're monogamous and you're with a p- partner for, say, five years and six years, it is good to get tested at least once a year. And for right? everybody
0: else, still once a year.
2: For everybody else, if you are sexually active, probably six months one, right? Because you've got to always remember that when you also sleep with a monogamous partner, you're sleeping with his past as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? And Mm -hmm. you don't know whether your partner's faithful. You know what I mean?
2: Mm -hmm. That comes into the picture. So it doesn't matter
0: if you only have sex once a year. You could get it from anywhere well, definitely yeah. I, think I like how the fact that every time I, <laughs> I ask you winks at me like yeah you had sex with me. <laughs> and I'm like guys uh, I th- think know it's we're almost not March that's not true, right? I'm still like <laughs> dry as hell so uh, another question is here. here's something that I think uh, a lot of people won't be very confused about how can I protect myself from STDs do the pills help or is it just do I just need to put a condom Shut on it, it even if I'm just giving a blowjob <laughs> so talking about a textbook thing, thing. because yeah, it's a bit because when I was in college, they, they they told us to put condoms on it before giving a blowjob, yeah? before because giving or receiving. Like from a blow what job. I told
2: earlier, right? So yeah, it depends. So this comes to the question prior to this, right? If you have a monogamous partner, then you could probably slip your condom off maybe after six months or so, right? When it comes to oral sex, yeah, okay, right. But then if you're talking about multiple sexual partners and you're talking about uh, strangers, strangers, then you definitely. Need to put a condom on. See, but
1: this comes down to, to it as well. I think it would be really healthy if we had this sort of culture when we engage in sexual relationships is to ask. Because it's very difficult to ask someone if they have something. You know what I mean? Because something like herpes, for example, is something you could have for your whole yeah, life. Yes, right? yes. So the idea is that I think, even in, especially in a monogamous relationship, if you guys turned it into a thing to go and get tested ever so often together, and then you know for sure, we're clean tonight, buddy, we can do anything we want. You know Actually, what I mean? one
0: of the most romantic things it's to get tested. That to ever really. ha- happens me was this person saying that you know like before we became became boyfriends he said let's get tested
2: together and I thought that was really sweet I think that's a very responsible thing Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: but how many people actually do that because you need to have the perfect mindset to actually you know go and get tested you know waiting for the results is not an easy thing you know (laughs) I mean even personally as a doctor even when I do my tests and so on on myself I think oh that that, that few minutes or the the, the, one day the the waiting
0: (laughs) of the result you're thinking that person I Up with. What did I do? <laughs> where did I go Is wrong? Is he homeless or was he a hipster? <laughs> but,
1: but here's the thing. So, now that. Tell us, where can we get tested in Malaysia? Because honestly, I don't think a lot of people know. Where do we go? How do we do it? How much would it cost? And, you know, if you have the hookup.
2: Right. So, to get tested, we have uh, the government clinic and also the private clinic. And there are specific clinics for STD per se. Uh, even GP clinics that do STD packages and so on. So, we can always go and get tested there. You work in a clinic. Yeah, I work in a clinic. <laughs> Tell us, don't,
0: be, don't be humble. Don't don't be shy. Don't,
2: this is about education. Yeah. yeah. So I work in a clinic called Malaysian Urgent Care or MUC in Jalan Alor Bukit Bintang. So we do specialize in SCD cases. It's a spectrum of history taking, diagnosing, and treating the patient as well, and of course follow up. So just like my clinic, I think there are other clinics out there which we could always uh, search who provide SCD screening and medic treatment as well. I have a question. How, as a as a
0: person of the LGBT community, how do I know where I can go?
2: So you're talking about gay friendly clinic? Yeah, gay no. friendly, not grey friendly. <laughs> sorry, gay you know, friendly. All cl- people are people too, though. So grey <laughs> so, and gay. Like, gray matter, 60 you know? and gay. What am I gonna? It's do? always on the brink here. Yeah. So well, do, do, does your clinic? We support are. Uh, not support, but, you know Q friendly friendly clinic definitely Fantastic. and I think support is not a wrong word here as well we because, embrace because sometimes I
0: I think the idea is that what if I go there and they already discriminate against me yep. what if I sit down in there like oh how many sexual partners have you had and I feel like if I'm having male sexual partners it might be a little bit more taboo yep. but I want to be honest to my doctor because I want my doctor to be honest with
2: me as and that's why we have you here as far as I'm concerned if I'm there that's not going to happen right so okay.
1: outside of that if anybody has any questions if they are not even sure if even if they are they want to have sex and they're unsure about how to protect themselves, they can still head down to these clinics and get information, correct? Yes,
2: definitely. Whatever always, their sexual always identity open. Is. and you can also uh, contact us online. Mm. We're very receptive on Facebook, on Instagram. That any questions, could you give
0: us your, your, your website or your um, what do you what would you like to share with us?
2: So the website would be www.polyclinicmuc.com and Instagram also goes as Polyclinic MUC. Facebook is the same thing, and we had Jalan Alo. You can just search uh, us online actually alright okay? and uh,
0: Farah asked a question earlier as well uh, about the pricing, how expensive it is to get mm-hmm. an STD
2: test. So I think it depends on the clinics and the area as well. So when we are talking about government clinics with sub- subsidy and so on, and it's catered to a certain uh, certain group of people, so the pricing is totally different. We can't compare. But when it comes to private clinics, I think it could be. It depends on what we are testing, but I am sure there is a whole price range of probably sixty nine to one hundred fifty to two hundred.
1: Was sixty nine intentional?
2: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: understand
1: Chinese school
0: education. (laughs) (laughs) Blame the education system, guys. Exactly. That's where I got my ignorance from. I wish I was more educated about a lot of things. But thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Is there anything you would like to add before we um, cap off the
2: episode? So yeah, as I told, the take home message here is please slip on a condom and get tested and get tested. And we do free condoms. We provide free condoms in the clinic. So please, I'm calling you tonight. (laughs) 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 I brought some
1: (laughs) It's nothing to be ashamed of Guys Go get tested It's fine It's a fun process And you get to meet This beautiful doctor In front of us If you head down to Jalan Alo Got a good sense of humour Yeah Get tested Have a meal in Jalan Alo Then go clubbing You're good
0: You could could bitch to him About Farah and me (laughs) You know Now that we've got Mutual friends Sure Uh, You could always find us On social media by the way It's www.icekacang.com.my Or like us on our Facebook page At Ice MY Instagram at Ice MY You could talk to me and Farah On Instagram as well we're linked to the official uh, accounts So we're going to be back next week But in the meantime Dr. Rajavel, Thank you so much And we really Thank you so much Farah uh, We sincerely it, 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 hope that thank we you can so much Kevin We can get you back here For another Ooh, episode about That'd be great, that'd yes. be great. Looking forward Nitty gritty stuff Right? It's another episode more of More rashy Is is that, <laughs> is that Like you
1: even,
0: just uh, stop it, Even more, more More rashy stuff <laughs> rash-y. <laughs> More rashy stuff discharge yes, Can't
1: wait to start itching <laughs>
0: <laughs> For knowledge <laughs> Bye, no. Bye. (laughs) Wow, that's good!